Are you reaching your divine destiny? Prayer, faith, holiness are key to reaching your destiny. Join Prophet Nana Sayopokusa Kodye get you closer to your God in prayer. Behind every greatness in the kingdom is connected to grace. Apostle Paul said, I am not doing this because I study with Gamera, the best university. He said, I am what I am by the grace of God. So if you don't recognize the grace, it will turn you to grass. Oh, somebody give the Lord a shout. Don't look at me, so we have already preached. What you hear from man is information. What you hear from God is revelation. Revelation is the mother and the foundation for faith. So without revelation, the struggle continues. up and all God is demanding is a lot of prayer in the realms of the spirit hallelujah today I want to tell you something very important the reason why we keep fasting and we keep praying I was in London I finished preaching I lie down in the hotel and God began to speak and I began to think about Africa and few countries that will be are you, are you with me okay and I saw that most of the countries that are called developed countries or first world country, whatever, some of them just about 50 years ago, they were in depression. At least some few people are coming alive. They were in depression. They were in depression. Most of them were in depression. Most of the countries, in fact, their state at that time is worse than where you are now. Yeah. All clapping Christians will get the blessings ahead of non-clapping Christians. There's no problem about that. Hallelujah. Brother Smart, it's good to see you. Hallelujah, brother. We miss you. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? I want to put something in your spirit so that when you come here, you see us traveling you will not be like because the system of or the state of coming and using God to solve your problem is coming to an end. So you walk around, you have a problem, you come to God, when he finishes solving it, you get back to your old life. It's over. No, it's over. It is not, listen, it is not Christianity. If when you are serving God, Along the way, on, 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 on the journey to your destination, problems will meet you, but they will always drop of us who are moving along. How many of you understand what I'm talking about? So, it's not something that is going to stop you. It's not something that's going to retard you. It's not something that's going to stagnate you. It is just coming across to interrupt. But because of the Christ in you, you will not even give it attention. Some of the mountains will come, you will level it. Some of the valleys, you will feel it. Some of the waters you will jump in. Some of the fires you will go through. It. When I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I am not staying there. I am walking through. So the 
David said, I am on my way somewhere. Ah. When I walk through the valley of the shadow, I am not staying there. I am walking through. Those who are not serving the Lord will stay there. Mm. Mm. Now listen. One of the men that influenced a lot of preachers in the 21st century. In fact, while she was alive, he didn't even influence men as he was alive when he died. His name is Papa Hagen. Kenneth Hagen. Almost every preacher in the 21st century that is making wave is connected to him. One way or the other. I mean, Bishop Oedepo is connecting his blessing to that. I've seen a lot of Ghanaian preachers. There is no preacher in this generation who is making wave who have never read about Kenneth Hagen. Now, when Hagen became born again, he was living in depression time. If you read a lot about his story and his biography, he has even one dress to go to church. One day, one of the books, somebody stole his dress and he has to pray for the person to bring it back because he couldn't get the dress to wear for the next program. Now, between that time coming, a lot of people were raised. Braham was raised. Azusa Revival came that turned the destiny of depression to abundance. I am trying to bring you a certain picture. Are you learning what I'm talking about? Is somebody listening to what I'm talking about? So that we will not be, let me tell you something. The Lord spoke to me in the hotel. He said, African, our only hope is Christ. <laughs> if you can forget about everything I've said today, don't forget about this one. Our only hope, listen, I don't know whether I said it here or London. I said, even the thieves in Africa, their mind must be renewed renew mind thieves because most of the robbers in the western world they don't rob human beings they don't rob houses they rob banks they rob jewel shops <clears throat> i was just sitting i saw some three people come and the lord said they are robbers and i begin to i think they are there god, god has taken my eyes out of them but when i when i come to that time i'll get you unless maybe you run away what 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 watch this watch this watch this watch this watch this watch it god did some things in london that was very tremendous my wife was here now watch this i don't even have time for them hallelujah but you see the thieves there when god doesn't renew your mind even your stealing is primitive is somebody hearing what i'm talking about because listen the properties in the western world their mind is so renewed they don't have time for what is in your bedroom they don't need that one for anything if I stay what is in your bedroom, I'll go to jail. If I stay bank, I'll go to jail. So I will stay the better one that will take me to jail. Now watch this. In the depressive time, you see them speaking different language. Let me tell you the reason why we are fast. There's another thing maybe I forget. God told me, if you refuse to fast, all that religions are fasting. They are fasting motivated their master. I don't want to mention it. Listen, listen, don't clap. This one is a serious one. Anytime you hear people fasting, they are motivating something in the spirit. If the fasting is not towards Christ, whatever they are fasting for, it's motivating that thing. And every other fasting people are doing who are not in Christ is against the work of Christ. Hmm. Depression. Let me tell you something. Lanty was in a state of depression. It was in that state that John Wesley was raised. It was in that state that the Wesley family was raised. John Wesley was singing. John Wesley was preaching. Charles Wesley was writing songs. 
up to date. The Matthew Sim book has the same anointing that almost they used to write the scriptures. Because almost 400 years past, when you take the Matthew book, you started singing at least it was just written yesterday. It takes an anointing to preserve a word that comes from people's spirit. You know, watch it, it's don't clap. But listen, 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 listen. Where there is no salvation, there is no inventions. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Inventions come from eternal life. Eternal life is the only one that can produce. That is a reason why China is only copying. There is a reason China cannot invest. We were working in, the, in, some, in some shops in, uh, in London and I saw a lot of Chinese people there and I told my wife that, do you know what they are doing? I told him, I said, well, I don't know, but that's what God is telling my spirit. All the things they are buying, not that they are going to use it. They are taking it to their country. So Gucci will do something, they will have a counterfeit of it. This one will do something, they will have a counterfeit of it. Now when you are going to Europe, ladies, and you are holding a bag, and you get to some of the European countries like Italy, and they see the counterfeit, they will pour all your things and seize the bag from you. So when you don't have internal life, you cannot produce. You can only copy. Let me tell you this. Germany never became Germany until Martin Luther was raised. So it was after Luther that all the inventions in Germany, the car engines were raised. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? So every prosperity has come after revival. Revival means change for the better. Let me come down. If revival doesn't come, all your fast, all your hard work will produce nothing. Because you are going to deal with other people out there who are evil. Who are being motivated by the devil. When revival doesn't come, presidents don't do well. When revival doesn't come, ministers come to steal and every politician becomes a thief. It is revival for their mind to be transformed. Because revival means God takes your stone heart and gives you a heart of flesh. I don't think you are ready for me, but I'll, I'll preach for about 45 minutes. Give me some girl. 45 minutes and I'll get out of your way. I am preaching about revival. Listen to me. We are taking some territories. When they get to the promised land, they didn't take all the land in one day. They need to keep on fighting battles. The thing they do is that if they stop pursuing and fighting, the enemies come back to take the territories. As long as they are connected to God and people pursuing, they keep taking the enemy's territory. If you stop fighting, even the territories you have taken, the enemies will come and take it back. Let me tell you something. Nobody should sit under the sound of my voice and think that you are in a state of a comfort zone. We are not there at all. No, 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 no. Because when we come here and we lift our voice in prayer and speaking in tongues for hours, the destiny of the country is connected. The destiny of the ministers are connected. The destiny of unbelievers are connected. Your father's house is connected. Your mother's house is connected. So some of you here, when you stop praying one night, you cannot take the destruction that is happening. I want to make a statement here. Where you are is as a result of the prayers you pray or the prayers you refuse to pray. Both of them. Do you still love me? Can I continue preaching? You can only preach to people who love you. So where you are is as a result of either the prayers you pray or the prayers you refuse to pray. So the wahala in our life is as a result of prayer we refuse to pray yesterday. The progress we have now is as a result of prayer we pray yesterday. So the prayer you are praying today will determine how you live tomorrow. 
that is why I'm not afraid of you sitting here because as long as you are praying, it will look like, it will sound like, it will appear like you are failing, but suddenly God will turn the tables around because I know what prayer can do. I know a prayer can take you from nothing to something. Prayer makes the impossible possible. Let me say this. If you can get all your family members to be prayerful, you have solved 90% of the family problems. Listen to me. Can you imagine all your brothers are in all night with you? Can you imagine your mother is here? Can you imagine your father is here? Can you imagine even 50% of the family members are with you here? That the voices of all of you goes to heaven on behalf of the family. Even you alone, look at the impact you are making. So think about the rest joining you. You know what we are doing. We are not winning people into the prayer life. Mm -hmm. One of the things God told me, when revival comes, selfishness will die. What did I say? When revival comes, it breaks off. You will not think about yourself again. It is not just about you. All the people who changed the world, they didn't think about themselves. If Jesus Christ loved himself, would he have died, come to die for us? Nobody who become a world changer who loved himself. If you want to God to use you, Jesus said you have to deny yourself. If revival comes, it is not just going to be about you. When revival comes, when you see the drunkard, your heart is beating. When you see people who are not saved, you have sleepless nights. Something is pushing you into prayer. You are thinking about what to do. Do you know why we are serving? When revival comes, church competition will stop. was asking me a question he said when you travel and you go to some churches you preach you sometimes you don't even study you don't even pray you just i can be eating to bread and jump into the pulpit and things will happen and i told him that this work we do here is difficult than handling a church because you are bringing people from different backgrounds different spirit some people here their pastor spirit has already contaminated their spirit before coming here so here is more of overhauling than breakthrough I'll tell you the truth. That's what it is. One of the most difficult things God will give to you is to give you a revival ministry. And you pastor the body of Christ. So when I go to the praying family chapel, I, I, don't, I don't swear to preach at all. Because these are people that are running, they are working in your spirit. But somebody came, some, somebody came to me and then he started telling about prayer. In fact, the whole family who came. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you know the reason why sometimes we have the overflow all over the place? And you check the time we have the overflow. It's when we are doing other anointing service. Or we are smashing something special. So you see, the spirit of coming to receive from God, it is so much in it. And the reason is, is the absence of revival. When there is absence of revival, it's about what I can get. Not what I can do for God. God is not looking for those who receive. He's looking for disciples. <laughs> now listen, I will give you the three stages of disciples. Maybe I can give you two. A disciple is the one that follows and the one that learns. A disciple is also the one that reproduces himself. 
So when you become a disciple and you are prayerful, you start winning people that also become prayerful. So by the time you come to honor at a certain point, 20 people can point to you and say, it's as a result of this brother that I came here. It means that you are reproducing yourself. The thieves who came here, the Lord told me, you, you, your heart is changing. I'm still working on you. I'm hearing what God will say. If God speaks something, I'll come back after you. But God is telling me to tame that because he said your spirit is changing. They send you here to come and spar. But go and tell them, you and all the people in two weeks, if you don't change, you are all dead men. Two weeks. I stand in authority. In two weeks. If you don't change, your next stealing, all of you are dead. The five of you, go and tell them. I'll come back after you. If God give me the release. Reviver. 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 That is all we need. That's all we need. All the move of God. Listen, the people in Azusa prayed. I'm talking about church history. It was 10 countries. It changed the destiny of country. America is blessed because of the fathers who stood in the shores of America and prayed. Listen, my wife was watching a documentary about the birth of Abraham Lincoln. When the mother was in labor, huh? at that time, the communities were so small that every community has a midwife. And the midwife would go to everybody, pregnant to myself, to check how they are. He came to visit Abraham Lincoln's mother. In fact, they didn't even mention it was Lincoln. Went out. Huh? And then once he went out, there was no sign like he was going to get, deliver. When the midwife left, then the woman started being in labor. She was in labor so much that a woman appeared. And so, I am so-so-and-so pastor's wife. I came to help you. So they helped the mother to deliver the baby. And he said, thank you for helping me. I could have loved this baby. What do you want us to do? I don't need anything. And the woman asked one thing. He said that, if you still decide that I want, you want me to give me something, then do this one for me. Do, 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 will you do this request? He said, yes. He said, I want you to name this child Abraham. When the mother said, oh, ah, that is fine. We'll do that. We'll name him Abraham because of what you have done. The mother was going to call the husband. When they came, the woman has left he said, oh, I was trying to call my husband to put you in a horse and go and lead you. So, so they were going to the pastor's house to go and thank him for his wife. So my wife has never, my wife has even traveled. Hey. And prophetic word came that it was an angel of the Lord that came to help Lincoln's mother. That particular baby that was delivered was Abraham Lincoln. Who was one of the instrumental men that changed America. If you read the history of America, he changed America and make it what it is. Go and read about Abraham Lincoln. His childbirth has to be in connection. At that time, at that time, frankly, Hall and other people were fasting 40 days praying that God should raise a man for the United States. Amen. And as a result of the answer to their prayer was a Lincoln that was born. Listen to me. Listen to me. None of us here should take this thing for granted. No country has ever fought more wars and battles than South Korea. Depression in South Korea, up to date, if it has affected them mentally, South Korea has been oppressed by Japan, North Korea, up to date, North Korea threatens them. Kim Pung Kong's grandfather, his father, and the one that is there, Nenafoto Tonokrai, is worse than even the rest of them, keep threatening. He's a five star general, one missile could level South Korea. 
It is the backing of America that is saving them. In the midst of depression, Dr. Cho was raised. None of the movers come. Listen to me, Ghana, we are joking. Let me tell you the danger where we are now. Interestingly, God is making us the eye of Africa. Now, when God makes you an eye and makes you like a city built on a hill for everybody to look at you as a standard and you start misbehaving and not do what God will expect you to do, your punishment becomes greater. So let me tell you this. Let's all stop this church politics. It will never spark a revival. It is bringing retardation. Let us stop insecurity in the body of Christ. Let us stop competition. Church has nothing to do with how many cars you drive. Those things are your choices. It doesn't move God. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? Souls are perishing. Souls are going to hell, hell every second. Destinies are dying. Hell has opened its mouth and swallowing people. Salvation and people's destinies depends on your prayer. We cannot joke about this thing. Sometimes we have to tell you. So let me tell you something. There is no future. Ghana has, Africa has no future outside Christ. We don't have technology. No. No. Even Ghana doesn't have one commercial aircraft. Not one. But interestingly, who said Ghanaians doesn't travel? Mm -hmm. I was sitting in British Airways, traveling. They used to use Boeing 777. Boeing 777. I know a lot of people, I can look at the plane and tell this is the plane, because I love planes. Now they are using Boeing 747, which is a story building. I was going to London and the plane was jammed full, in and out. And they fly one in the morning and run in the evening. Every aircraft, uh, Emirates, uh, Brussels Airlines, the one that comes from Europe alone, Alitalia, KLM, Lufthansa, British Airways, which one was them? Brussels Airline, Turkish Airline, name them. All of them come every day. But the country where they come to pick the passengers and make the money don't have one commercial aircraft. I am drawing your attention to something so that there is a reason why even God must bless you so much that you must own a commercial aircraft. We are not prophesying something here for just a doom. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? This thing is more serious than the way you are sitting down and praying about lipstick. This thing is more serious than that. Destinies are connected. I'm telling you, some of you sitting here, you have no idea. Obama was walking around, what do we call that country? The country that we are going to Singapore, that we land there. Indonesia there, stay with his mother. He has no idea he's going to be the president of America. The sad thing about Obama is that Without revival, at the time Obama was ruling, that was the time Bibles has been taken out of schools. That is the time when you go to the work and at break time you are reading the Bible, they call it discrimination. You can be sacked for reading your Bible. So Obama became the first black president, but he's also the first president that backed homosexuality. Now, if you don't pray, maybe one day you become a president. Nobody will tell what you do. It's not a matter of coming to position by your record after. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I travel and I, I, I sit in a plane with former presidents and they are holding their sticks. 
and I saw that this thing is temporary. I saw some of them walking there. You never thought this man would come to this place. I said, this thing is temporary. No matter, only what God gives you will last. Cherish it. Hey. I say, hey. Look at somebody say, hey. This thing is more serious than you think. Listen, the destiny of Ghana depends on us. God didn't gather us here for show. We are not here because of just prophecy. We can't bear fit in a gift. What are you talking about? People are selling water. People are selling all kinds of things on radio. And people are going to buy them. I say that nobody should blame the people, whether they are from God or the devil. They should blame lazy Christians. Who doesn't want to pay the price to know their Messiah? So somebody must sell them water from the brook. Think about it. May you become the remnant that God will preserve for what is good. No. No. It's a sad that what brought us to this part, we are even departing from it. Most of the revival that started in 1983, people were not looking for dresses. People were looking for God. No, women don't come to church looking for husbands. A lot of you here, maybe 20% of your prayer is that 80% is that you are looking for a man to marry you. Now, what is the guarantee that when the man marries you, will be happy? Mm -hmm. Do you know what? There's nothing wrong in praying that prayer. But you seek the Lord, those things will come automatically. You don't even need to pray about it. You don't need to think about it. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? You don't need to pray. It shouldn't be your prayer topic. No. When you seek the kingdom of God and its righteousness, the things you, or the Gentiles are chasing you, will begin to chase you. I told God that this year I will fast more than I've eaten. In fact, I was telling my wife, saying that six to six fasting is going to be my normal life. That is what I'm going to live now. Because when I study, the more I study the revival guys, they pay price. Hey! They pay price. Jesus Christ. One day Dr. Cho was fasting. And two days to end the fasting according to the time he told God, 21 days. He became so weak that he felt he was going to die. And he decided that if I break the fasting before the time, I will get no results. So he said, Mr. Devil, I am not going to break the fasting. If you want to kill me, I am not going to squeeze myself so that you struggle to put me in the casket. I'm going to lie very straight and smile so that you see me go to heaven with smiling. He said, whilst I was talking that, a strength from somewhere entered me. And instead of 21 days, I continue 10 days more. Watch this. That has birthed South Korea. Is it interesting that I keep saying that some of you are not hearing that? 40, 50 years ago, Ghana was richer than South Korea. Far, far richer. We are so rich that we, we, we supported South Korea. Kwame Kroma transferred money to their account. Because, let me tell you something. Any revival that is not born by fasting and prayer, it doesn't have a destiny. The largest church in Europe was in Ukraine. It is facing more problems than any country in this world now. Ukraine is going down because there is a tendency to lose the fire when you come to the place and have a little car, a little house, a little girlfriend, a little husband, that look a little handsome and a little wife that have a little shape 
All these things can take God away from your mind. One of the dangers of revival is tasting prosperity. Mm-hmm. I have seen pastors who fasted for their ministry and now they are condemning the fast. Mm-hmm. There is something I have made a covenant with God. Whatever brought me to where I am, God forbid I stop doing it. I am not preaching. I just came to motivate you so that we pray. So the prayer we are praying here, we have not get to the place yet. There is a place of prayer that you pray and the Holy Ghost take over the prayer. When the Azusa revival started, they came to a meeting like this and they were praying and the Spirit of the Lord took over the prayer and they stayed in church for two weeks. Nobody was going to bath and come. There's nothing like going to shower. When the presence of the Lord come under your body, your body don't even smell. No, all menstruations are suspended. Because the women that myself, their menses were staying in the church. They couldn't go and bath and come. Do you know one day Jesus preached a, a crusade for three days and nobody went to home and come back? Three days night, the people were sleeping on the crusade ground. They are being arrested by God's presence. If you don't want this, what do you want again? Do you know the reason why you are smelling? God's presence is not in your body. These people were staying in church. They stayed there for three days until Jesus, the, 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 the disciple came and said, Master, the people will collapse. The people were so much in the flesh, they forgotten the people in the supernatural. So they said that if you don't send them to go and eat, the people will collapse, they will die. Because they said, they have been with that. Jesus said, I don't want them to go empty uh, uh, stomach. He said, they've been with me for three days and they need to get the food. That is one of the days he multiplied fish and bread. Let me tell you something. This thing will never change. Without revival, Ghana has no destiny. I just came to you. We don't have anything. Nothing. We don't have technology. Our internets are not even working. No, 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 no. Once it rains, all your mobile systems are jammed. You don't have anything. Only Christ can step into the matter. The thing is more than the way you are thinking. The reason is that, listen, when revival has not come, Satan can even suspend your faculty of thinking. Your brain can jam. You see evil things and you think they are good. When revival comes, your eyes get open. When revival comes, selfishness leaves you. When revival comes, whatever your hand touch begins to multiply. It is revival that made Britain what it is. It is revival that made America what it is. No country has ever experienced. That is the difference between North Korea and South Korea. South Korea has experienced revival. North Korea has it. Joseph Prince picked a revelation about grace. Went to stay in Israel for three years. Connected himself with the Jewish people, fast and pray, and learn Hebrew. Came back to, young, came back to uh, Singapore. He has built probably the most expensive church auditorium in the world. 400 million United States dollars in Asia. The church has a mall inside. Mall. The church, the second, uh, the church is about the second story also. Vertical extension because, because, uh, Singapore, you can weary around the whole country. It's a very small country. You can just weary around, go by the time you come, the weary end, you have gone around the country. So you don't have any land there. So you have to do vertical extension. They are planning an underground city. That is what they are calculating now. How to do to either go up or go underground. Your, 
Singapore has the longest tunnel in the world. I've driven through that tunnel before in Singapore. Longest one. It goes through the sea to get to another side. This guy has to build vertical extension. But it came as a result of, listen, I heard Mr. Oedipo say something. Before he started winning stuff, he fasted for one year. So no revival has ever come without fasting and prayer. He said 365 days, he was in fasting every day. Think about it. With your five days, five days that you are complaining. No. 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 With your five days. That is why the fact that some of you should endeavor to do the first three days or two days dry. You are only living on snacks or juice or water. Just staying there so that you can contact God. Because destinies are connected. Look at slap somebody say destinies are connected to you. Ah, why are you looking at me? Look at the family background you want to marry. Look at your husband's family. Look at your wife's family. Witches fly in the day. Listen, without revival, we cannot conquer the witchcraft in Africa. The witchcraft in Africa is set up for destruction of progress. So whatever will, whatever will come good, somebody will spoil it. Somebody will stand. People are anointed to destroy anything good. They are, they are anointed by the devil to destroy anything good. When the hope has become of the church, the devil has money to divide the church. Hmm. Hmm. One of the traps that has come to the 21st century is about this church thing. This church and its trap which has become <laughs> a kingdom. Huh? It has become I, want, I don't want to use a strong word. Huh? So, it is about our church. When you go to London, it's West. Pastors are fighting on congregation. I want to pray for my friend Paul Norton. And I asked him of a pastor friend. And he said, oh, for about one year, he doesn't talk to me. I said, why? He said, one of his members left and came to my church. So, then I All the pastors said, let me tell you something. It is dangerous. To love people who doesn't love you. Do you know all the people sitting, including all of you? The reason we're sitting because you love this body, you love the gift in it. If one day you come and the gift is not there, you know the encouragement to walk out. So don't ever deceive yourself to think that the people you pastor, they love you so much. You have to always stay in tune with God and allow God to use you to reach them. But don't deceive yourself and talk. Don't talk to another pastor because one of your haters. No, you are not clapping for Jesus. You are not, you are not listening to me. This is just logic thinking. No. That is why I will forever do ministry and never get offended because somebody left the church. No. No. People cannot come to one night for one year. Today somebody called me and asked me of somebody who used to come to one night. I said, I've never seen him for almost one year. And he said, did you check on him? I said, no, 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 no. It's not part of my timetable. <laughs> it's, not part, it's not part of my itinerary. No. Because a meeting like this, how do I check people? People come here new. People go. Some people will come here for only one day. I don't know the reason why people come. There was no advert. God himself gathered the people and bring them. Sometimes the people, I cannot go home and complain why people come today, why people don't come. I cannot go home and tell God that, Lord, why did you pack people here the next day they didn't come? Because you didn't do anything for them to come. So why are you going to complain to God about? What did you do? Did you do any television advert? Did you do any uh, uh, advert? No, nothing. Who? 
So, what are you going to complain about? So, when you come and six people here, pray with them and go home. When you come and 2,000 people are here, pray with them and go home. Because this thing is being driven completely by the Holy Ghost. Why have you taken the church as your property? It's not for you. You are just an under shepherd. Somebody owns the church. He privileged to give you. I, I have done things. Listen. Hey. Do you know why I don't like to talk about preachers? Because some people base on the thing. I was studying the revival ministry of everybody. Anyone that has a revival ministry will come under hard demonic attack. Every one of them. Hey! Every one of them go and read biographies. All of them, Dr. Yongicho, Jesus Christ. Even last month, the attack he came upon his life. It is the president that intervened. They were trying to put that great man of God in prison. And the president came and said that I have to give a presidential party because if we put this man in prison, this whole nation is cursed. Because what this man has done for this country, nobody is able to do it. And the president said, God forbid, I will resign if you put this man in prison. Some people in the church, Dickens, orchestrated stories and take him to court. After laboring for the church for 50 years, the man is 78 years old. That is why I'm talking to you pastors here. Be careful. I've, I've read things. Bishop T.D.J. said we should pray that the people we minister to will love us. 50 years of labor. He has spent all his life in church. He has spent all his life changing South Korea. He has brought all kinds of people to South Korea. He has turned the destiny of that country to his church. He has one million congregation in his, in his church. He has done all night for 52 years. That man at 21st generation want to put him in prison. The president said, God forbid. I resign. Thank God for that presidency. If this thing is in Ghana, hey! Never got him. So you see, when revival has not come, maybe you're thinking, you're thinking it's wrong. Because the, the woman said, fine, let's assume what you are saying, he did it. For the sake of the things he has done for 50 years. Because listen, this thing can be a test on a country. God will sit back as if it's nothing. And will put his servant in prison. Jesus Christ. The people that did it and their generations. Their children. Because God can give you a long life and punish you. He can give you a very long life and deal with generations after you. Every the generation, the one that will pray, God will just spare them a little bit. And jump and step into the next generation. Read the Bible and see it. Watch it in the Bible. If it is Ghana, oh, they will politicize it and make it NDC and MPP. And they will say, Some politicians call me, they say that. So, where are you? And I told them, I said, about this thing, is it supposed to be something that you put out there? He said, no, for because of the influence, multiple events. What's multiple events? When you say something, it goes very fast. We want to know where you are. I said, I am in the side of Christ. And I told them something. I told the politician something. He was in my office. I said, he was a deputy minister. I said, what do you think? I don't think those things. No. And I began to explain something. I said, do you know why? It is my responsibility to vote, which you cannot force me to vote. But let me tell you something. Democracy is not in the Bible. 
I'm not saying it's a sin, but it's not biblical. It's like football. You can't tell me to play for Ghana to win an election. Which scripture am I going to use to pray? <laughs> you don't understand. You see, you see, when revival has not come, all kinds of things come and you give all kinds of things attention. Huh? And then when revival comes, you begin not to. It's an entertainment. All work and no play. You want to just walk 11 people chasing one uh, leather with air inside to just entertain yourself. And that become a passionate thing. And then people will not even go to church because of that. And the people are praying, Lord. So when there's a, when there's a match between U.S., 200 and over 250 million people versus 20 million people, then 50 states in America, every state has chosen 1,000 people. Can't do no, but we are conquering Ghana. Then Ghana too has come to honor, we are conquering U.S. If you are God, which one should you answer? So you see, you can't put yourself in God's position. There are a lot of things you break. Listen, it is not every prayer God should answer. If God should answer every prayer, you won't be sitting here. Because some people have even prayed that you shouldn't be alive. <laughs> Somebody say revival. Can I make another point? When revival comes, righteous sins. Sins rooted in righteousness. He has been sanctified. He is the righteousness of God, but he's living in sin. Do you know why you keep going to sin and come back? Like absence of revival. When your spirit is not revived, fornication becomes something very little for you. In fact, you have PhD in it. Some of you are sitting here. You see, the reason what now when you fornicate, it doesn't move you again. Is that the revival in your spirit probably is not up to 5%. Because there are some things revival does. Revival disconnects you. Fasting, let me put it this way. Fasting itself disconnects you from the flesh. It helps you to conquer the flesh, conquer the world, and conquer the devil. So when you are a fasting Christian, you overcome naturally the flesh. You overcome the world. The reason why now you sin and you don't feel it is because your spirit man is far from the Holy Ghost. And it will take revival for your spirit to come alive. You see, it takes revival to see a naked, fair-colored woman and walk away. It takes revival. Something must be in your spirit. That is so much hook on to Christ that for the sake of Christ, you won't do it. No. It takes a revival for you to see you and your girlfriend sitting there. And there is every point for you to sleep with her. But you look at Christ and look at her and say, let me go to the side of Christ. It takes a revival for you never to commit adultery, looking at Christ, your wife, and that, 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 that in Changade. No, you look at a revival and make sure that no, this thing I won't do it. So it's not that those of us who are not living in sin, it's not that we don't want to do it. Let me tell you, even some of you here who don't live in sin, is that the opportunity has not come. Hmm. Don't clap. Let me hammer you this one. It's one thing for you to have the opportunity. Because some people are being tempted. Some of you have never had opportunity. You have never had it. You have always stayed close to your husband. Maybe one day God has to separate you for six months. And then you have to go and stay in America. And your husband is not there. Or your wife is not there. And there is an opportunity. Jesus Christ. You remember when you were working in that office. The opportunity came. And you started having sex in cars. Oh, Lord, take them a little back to their memory bank. No, 
So, some of you that are there, there's that opportunity hasn't come. When the opportunity comes and you jump it, that is why we say your spirit is revived. Because this one, Mrs. Potiphar is standing naked before Joseph. The opportunity has come. So, for him to leave his garment and run away, that is a revival in a man's spirit. But a lot of you here, the opportunity has not come. So don't even think. You have not been tested yet. You are still doing the course, but you have not been tried. You are not going to write the ACCA stage 3. You have not been tested. You pass the stage 1 easy. You pass the stage 2 easy. But the stage 3. Hmm. 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 A medical doctor came to me. I was talking about Audrey. He said, there is an exam that he has written over 10 times. He said she wrote it once and passed. He said, anytime I see I respect her because not many people pass it. Mm. Amen. <clears throat> you have not been tried. So don't even think you are holy. Yeah. Now, if somebody is not clapping by your side, they are the people I'm talking about. Forget about their dress, their title, their whatever. I am talking about those who are not clapping. You have not been tested. The opportunity hasn't come. I was preaching in London. I told them, I said that. When you are broke, women don't look nice until you make money. Money itself tells you who is beautiful. Money. So, I told them in London, you cannot say you are humble until God prospers you. No, no, you are not humble yet. So listen, you cannot take the first thing we are doing here for granted. If you study, God brings the greatest presence and when we are sometimes the last days of the fast. He is trying to tell us that this thing you are doing, my heart is in it. So you remember last week with the presence we enjoy here, God is telling us that when you fast and pray, I come down because I value fasting. Destiny of your children are connected. Who yadabasute case? debe. I was reading some of the revivals in America. Nine years children started preaching. Nine years. Some of them, ten years, they started having encounters with angels. Go and read revival. When revival comes, now children that are six years start speaking in tongues. Compared to the where there's no revival, the witchcraft takes children at six years. <laughs> there is another thing that I'm seeing. The beast is now carrying towards Africa. And the beast is coming to Africa saying that a time is coming. All African president that will not legalize homosexuality will not have any donor. Which means that as long as you are depending on man, they will decide whether you serve your God better or not. So we need revival than depending on the West. Because everything in the West, even the oil that we are digging now, the West is taking everything. Ghana has no nothing in it. It's about the West. It's about the West. Unfortunately, let me tell you, let me take you a little back. Some of the things you are dealing with is a generational curse. Your grandfather told you that when you are going to church and you meet a white man, now let me come back. This is for all of you who want visa to go to London and America. It is dangerous to go where God is living. I'll say that again. 
if you see God, for instance, if you are going through this particular shop and you are going to meet God there and when you are going, you see God coming out. There is no need to enter there. Now listen to me. The next move of God, his attention has come on Africa. Listen. Listen. God's attention has come to where? What did I say? The way he visited them years ago, where they have nothing, and they've come to have technology and money, and they are departed from him. He has also come to choose a people who have nothing. Because he is expert of taking nothing and making something out of the nothing. I am preaching to somebody here today. So listen, all your brothers and sisters in abroad, when I go, I encourage them to come home. Because some of them are living a miserable life. Thank God some of you have listened to me so you are not depending on them. Don't even depend on them. Because it's dangerous to depend on somebody who has nothing. Because they have absolutely what? Nothing. I preached a message in America. Many people cried many, about two years ago. The Pharaoh spirit. Powerful message. So unfortunately, they didn't record that message. Sometimes a message came to my spirit. So I, I, I told them their state where they are now. I said, in the Pharaoh spirit, Pharaoh will get you into his country. Sometimes, eh? The slave trade was in a different form. In the first one, the abolition of the slave trade in 1944, that one, they came to steal the people from here by force and took them there. When they abolished the slave trade, we ourselves buy our ticket and went there. Stop it. I'm preaching. So today, I'll bring you to where you are. Now watch this. So we ourselves went there. Now, now, Pharaoh didn't come to capture them. They went there themselves. When they went there, initially Pharaoh gave them a preferential and VIP treatment until that Pharaoh died. Another Pharaoh came who didn't know who is Joseph. So whatever you are depending on, one person will come who doesn't know about that covenant. Only God can defend you in that matter. Now watch this. So now the Pharaoh spirit is this. So some of you hear things like your sister works with Harold, whatever. They pay her 2,000 pounds a month. Then immediately you take your calculator in your mobile phone. <laughs> then you multiply 2,000 pounds by 2.4. And then you get what? 4.9. Maybe I could do it. I name. 4.12. So when you multiply it, it gives you a lot. Then when you get it, your heart begins to beat. So when you come here, all your all night prayer is to get a visa and go and get two million pounds but as a as a a, a, a a servant of god with the grace of god on my life who has gone there and come let me break it over a little for you to see so the two thousand pounds that you got the people who got the money they the car they are driving is not for them the car has been bought through loan the house they are living in, that place, they won't tell you to rent. They call it mortgage. So nobody is living in a house in Britain that the house belongs to them. All the house you have here, when you die, is for your children. When you decide not to live here, your children's living on the Britain. It's not like that. You can only change houses by mortgaging this one and going to have money to it and buy another one. Now that house, you are paying 500 to 600 pounds every month. Hello? Hi. Who? 
When you go to London, you see people wearing nice dresses to church. Most of the dresses have been borrowed. It was bought with credit card. Okay, let me go to the people here because there's all the London people here. So they are not trying to listen, but I will still tell you the truth. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? Now watch this. So they borrow. So the 2,000 pounds, literally, what it is is that Pharaoh will give you that money and paint it a picture to your descendants that you are being paid. But Pharaoh will take about 1,500 out of that money and leave you with 500. And the 500, whilst you are driving your car, the police will stop you and give you a ticket for 50 pounds. And then when you park your car, they give you another ticket for 100 pounds. So even the 500, they want to get 250 out of it. So as long as the final spirit is concerned, you will survive, but you can't live. Have you noticed that they come and travel and go and come and preach and my preachings are good? So do you know what? So what should I go to Egypt to go and do? Oh, I love it. And Moses learning all the skills in Egypt. Do you know why God used him? Apart from everything, when Pharaoh adopted him, he went to the best university. Among all the people that were in Israel, the most learned person among them was Moses. That is why he could, God could dictate things for him to write. He wrote the whole book of Genesis. He wrote the whole book of Exodus. He wrote the whole book of Deuteronomy and Numbers. Because Leviticus, God detected it to him. Because the Bible says he learned in the scales. So instead of going to Pharaoh to go and labor, go for education. Now, let me take you back a little bit. There's a book I read from third world to first world. It was written by Lin Kunyan from Singapore. The man who turned Singapore. At the time that President Ronis took over Ghana, there were three countries that were in the same level with Ghana. Malaysia, Singapore, and Ghana. They were in the same level of finances and everything. They took off. They took off Pam. Now, the man that turned Singapore destiny is the man who even after... It's only Singapore that you can stop becoming a president and become minister of finance. After his term end, he became the finance minister in Singapore. But he's the one who changed Singapore. One of the things he did was that he strongly put us structures against corruption. To the extent that he even jailed his own brother for being corrupt. It was a hammer. In Singapore, the law is that if you drop things on the street, you or you spit, you not only pay that they beat you. So there are policemen, when they see you spit, pa, hey! Then they catch you, they put you on the table. Then 40 lashes immediately. Now, it was a strong thing. He turned the destiny of the country around by using strong measures. But you cannot even sustain that until revival gets in. So now, churches have been spring forth in Singapore. He make it liberal. If you're Muslim, serve your Muslim. Don't interrupt in Christianity. Everybody serve what you believe. Are you getting what I'm talking about now? Now, these people change the destiny of their countries around. But listen, everywhere people have changed their country, they love the country. Contrary to Ghana, where everybody is stealing from the country. So you need more revival than you think. If you, let me tell you something. Don't think it's only unbelievers. Christians are stealing. There are people in church who are ushers who still church offering. Now, by the time you still church offering, what is government money? Okay, let me go to the, the lot of church chiefs here. So let me talk to the people. Here. Watch this. By the time you say you are handling church money and you are stealing it, when you have the opportunity to see government money, what will you do with it? If revival has not come, you will sin without failing it. 
When there is no revival in your spirit, when you sin, it doesn't move you. You get disconnected from the Holy Ghost. Revival is what prevents you from doing something you are not supposed to do. Because sometimes eh, you will not fornicate. Oh, sometimes when Balak couldn't succeed to let Balaam curse Israel, Balaam gave him a strategy. He said, These people, God didn't allow me to curse them. Do you know something? Turn their God against them by causing them to live in fornication. So raise the beautiful guests in your kingdom and give it to their men because their men love women. They come from a descendants of Abraham who love beautiful women. Descendants of Isaac and descendants of Jacob. So raise your beautiful ladies and just come and let them walk with mini skirt in front of them. And they succeeded in doing it. Go and read it in the book of Revelation. Like Balaam, who turned them to commit fornication. And at the end, they succeeded. God's anger was kindled against them. So sometimes in the church, when revival has not come, people will not steal, but they will do things that thank God against them. How many of you are listening to what I'm talking about here? Revival, go to the offices. People that are lambasting one another, they are Christians. Who? Who? Christian people will work in the office and not promote another Christian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Christian people will work in the office and be sleeping with other Christians. Do you know the reason why a lot of people are not moved to repent to come to the church? Because the pictures you show in the office doesn't move them to come to church. Lift your hand and say, I need revival. Now, that your boss who doesn't go to church, that you have given your body for him to sleep with you. What do you think will make the guy go to church? Anytime he hears you coming to one night, he sees you as a hypocrite. You have sold Jesus Christ for an appointment letter. Some of you have sold Jesus Christ for lunch at Papaya. How much is Papaya? 15 CDs or something. Great chicken and main, main cry. Think about it. Some people have sold Christ for just Frankie's ice cream. They bought you Frankie's ice cream, put you in the au pair cadet, sat in the car, started playing around your body from the crown of your head. It couldn't reach your soul, it reached your knee. And so Christ. Let me tell you this. That thing in your family, without revival, you cannot come out. This is your womanizing and this is your immoral weakness. Check your mother, check your father, check your grandfather. It's just a family tree. You need revival to break out. I have to fast and pray a lot to break out of the immoral spirit from my background. No man in my family marries and stays with his wife. My wife knows about it. Nobody. They don't stay with their wives for long. No. My mother didn't marry my father for life. My mother left my, my father left my mother when I was about 10 years old. Four brothers, no biological sister. And my mother raised us up. I saw a lot of my mother and his sisters raise only their children. Mm. Mm. The men know how to sleep with women. They know how to get you pregnant. But after that, over to you, Jolati. No, all those who are not clapping, that is the truth. Are you listening? So watch this. Somebody say revival. Without revival, you are deceiving yourself. If you are not lucky and you come to marry from my family, then you need to walk the way I'm walking. Without the revival, my spirit, my wife would have been a happy woman. 
never because the thing is in my DNA and as of blood only the Holy Ghost can go inside because the Bible says the word of two things can go into the blood the Holy Ghost and the word the word of God is quick and sharper than it pierces through the dividing ascent of the spirit and the marrow the marrows are your joint, your innermost being. So only the word can go to your blood. What is in your blood, no doctor can take it. Are you hearing what I'm preaching about? So this is not something you are going to stop. And it, it, has, it, it has no respect for your titles. In fact, the more you have the title, the more he's happy to deal with you. There's no respect. There are pastors who are committing fornication all over. Mm -hmm. there are people with uh, evidence of the call of God on their life but women are crippled there there is something about anointing and fornication when you get into it, it will take grace to come out if you finish with Elizabeth the Holy Ghost, the devil can give you rest for six months and bring Joanne after three months then he bring what? Esther then after that he bring Charlotte then he keep bringing them one by one so you get crippled and God trapped into it it becomes what you render your anointing impotent it is not that God has not called you the gift and the God callings of God are without repentance but Satan has got a foothold on you because he knows it and this thing can only come out by fasting and prayer listen to me guy without fasting and prayer Men will play games around your body. It will take fasting. Listen, it will even take fasting for men to see. Have you noticed that some of you, the men that tell you they love your marriage, man, watch it. It will take fasting for it to stop. It's a spirit. It's a spirit. It's a deceptive spirit. The men will come with their money. Their wife sits at home. He has a key to your room, but you don't have a key to his house. Because in his house, there is a missus there. You are a parasite. Which can be dropped at any time. Oh, I'm preaching. Somebody say revival. It's a long time I preach like this, isn't it? Last, last two weeks I preached a lot. I gave you a lot about. I'm telling you the reason why you must continue fasting. I'm telling the reason why we have to fast and fast and fast because we are taking territories. We are, we are taking the land our grandfather sold. Some of us, the whole family has been dedicated to idols. Some of us, the whole family has been dedicated to immorality. So you do things you don't like, but you see yourself keep doing them. Can I have a witness? Okay, at least five people. I don't know why I do this. I don't like it. This kind of crying, you alone cries it. And when you are crying, people can be, ah. but what is it? I'm just worshiping and tears is coming out of my wife. Okay, Tears is coming from your eyes from where? If you don't worship and cry in church, but you see, you don't like it. How do you come out of it? This can't go for by nothing. This can't go for by nothing. This can't. So when some pastors come to me, young pastors, they tell me this is what I've done. I tell them. So I put them in 14 days of fasting. I say, go and hide somewhere. Stay in the presence of God all less than seven days. Hallelujah. Somebody says, consecrated fast. So that is what the prophets did. Mm. Hallelujah. Came to rededicate their life to God. There is nothing like coming to God and telling him, Lord, I've mixed it. Hallelujah. Lord, I've mixed it. I, a man called me and told me, you see, as my, anytime we come to one night, there are some preachers in Ghana who knows everything that happened here, but they never come here. And some of them are into very details. So one of them, 
he told me, and then another preacher told me that every day he sent people here to come and see the state of the all night. And one of them told me that the growth of this all night is a trouble to a lot of preachers. Think about it. They are, when they hear people have come, it gives them sleepless nights. No, I'm telling you how serious we need revival. Let me tell you the contrary to that. This is the spirit I saw in America. When they see this man is doing something, and the thing is well, they will blow it up. Hmm? Everybody will come and support the thing and blow it up. When Joel Austin started his church, and then they started booming, every great preacher in America has preached there. T.G. Jakes, who named them. They are just there. And their spirit is so happy that this thing is going on well. Now, when revival hit the country, they celebrate what Christ is doing. When revival is not there, people want to destroy what Christ is doing. So let me come back to your level. Don't ever think that when you make it tomorrow, everybody will clap for you. <laughs> the greatest mistake you will make is that when you think that when you break through, people will be happy, you have killed yourself premature. In Ghana, it is more dangerous to prosper than when you are broke. Listen to me. I have few prosperous people in the body of Christ, some of them necessarily are not in the church, who are around me. I know them. One thing I discover is that everybody that has made a little money in Ghana, who is a Christian, is afraid. And he's become the target of his opponent who are not serving God. Hello? Have you noticed that when you go to America, they have the hierarchy of who is the richest man? Who is the second? Who is the third? Who is the richest man in Ghana? Who? Who should say what? Who should say what? Sometimes the people, even you think they are rich, I don't think they are the one that are the richest. Who. The rare richest people are wearing some tattered dress and hiding very quiet. And some of them are even sitting here. And some of them, they won't give some offerings, they won't show some tight. Not that they don't want to give to God, they are afraid. Okay. So we need more revival. The thing is heavy. There are more beer bars in Tema than churches. I believe God brought us here for the purpose. Listen, here, most of the revenues in Ghana come from this side. The sea is one of the gateways to Ghana. All the cars you drive come through the sea. Most of our equipment come through the sea. This is where the enemy has planted. So this prayer thing, God planted here for a reason. Some pastors told me, they say, everybody is running away from Tema. You are now going there. So who should stay in Tema? So everybody should neglect Tema. No. That's the devil's strategy. He has put fear in everybody that nobody can come here. They told me that everybody is running away, but I'm coming here. What are you going to do in Tema? When we have the case about our property, I told them, I said, listen, it's not my property. Ah, 
if I go to the house and my, my own house has been locked and my children are standing outside, oh brother, that one you know that God has called me. <laughs> no, but there's some battles, it's not your battle. Who is me to fight God's battle? This thing was not bought by my money, it was bought by God's offerings. So whoever is there, from judges to down, God, he rules on the face of men. Yeah. Uh, what are you talking about? Listen, let me tell you folks, I am at peace. I used to be in agitation, but now I'm at peace. One day, God wake me and say, why are you worried? Is it your matter? He said, is it your personal property? How much is your money inside? I tried to calculate how much my money inside. It was around 5%. The Lord said, even the 5%, your salary and things and your salary allowance has taken it as your money is no inside again. <laughs> Hello? Are you getting the point now? And the Lord told me, say, hey, I can defend myself. Ooh. There's another thing God told me. God told me, he said, Sinder, let me tell you this. The land I gave to the Israelites, people were living there. I created land. Amalekites and Jebusites were bona fide owners. Mm. And I promised I would give it to Abraham yeah. and his descendants, and I gave it to them. Yeah. So he said, even the ones people have no pay, if I give it to them, what about the ones you have paid? <laughs> so listen, you stay cool, and you will see God in action very soon. Let me ask you a question. The whole Ghana, God, do, don't you think God can create a place for his people to worship? Yes. You could have opened a lot of doors. Amen. When we have the people come, oh, there's a land here, you can come and take it. God said, don't dare not. Oh, there's a land here, God said, you dare not. There is a place here, God said, don't even think about it. Then he showed me this place. Amen. Hello? Amen. So you are not going far. So you see, some of the battles you are fighting, it's not your battle. Amen. You are being worried for nothing. This one is Jesus' work. I am under shepherd. Ah. I am privileged to work for him. He knows how to get a land for his people to worship. A lot of you are talking things that you don't. The reason you are not talking is that you, you are not spiritual. If you are spiritual, it's not everything you talk about. Every pastor that is growing lame for trouble about properties, man, the church that belongs to Christ, he has taken it for himself. When the thing becomes your church, then the burden is your burden. But when you give it to God, you can go and sleep. Yes. This is church. <laughs> Hallelujah. No. No. So I'm a, I am totally at peace. I'm doing what God has called me to do. God can create a place for his people. God can create a place for his people. There are a lot of stories within this thing that I don't know that God knows. There are things that God knows that I don't know. And he has insight into things that I may not have insight. Whatever people say is a truth and they are lying, God knows. Whatever people say is a lie and is the truth, God knows. Well, why are you worrying yourself about things? Relax and let's just stay to God. Sometimes I get so relaxed that people even think that the matter doesn't, uh, uh, it doesn't concern me. But it concerns me, but it is God's battle. Are you listening to what I'm talking about? I am talking to somebody here. Your marriage is in the hands of God. Your business is in the hands of God. This thing that you are troubled, it is in the hands of God. Listen, if you stop worrying, God will take over. Listen, one of the points I'm writing in my new book about faith is that faith has no alternative. So anytime you have alternative, God will stay out. You just hand it to casting your care upon him, he cares. Once you hand it over to God, then there's no need to have sleepless night about it. Even where God is taking us, 
Even if you go back to this property, with time it will be very small. It's big time. Listen, I saw trams taking people to church. I saw things. I saw people living in a compound, the whole place, fasting and praying and joining church service. I saw people flying from different countries and coming. I saw God open this. So, I am not, God is taking you somewhere despite all the years of small beginnings. And don't settle. If you are in the kingdom of the blind, then the quarter eyes is the king. But we are not in a blind kingdom. We are going somewhere. Hallelujah. How many of you understand what I'm talking about? All we need is what? Revival. Somebody say revival. So we cannot stop the fasting. We can look at someone and say, I can't stop fasting. No, 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 it's not part of me. I can't stop fasting. You are even looking good when you started fasting. People are saying about it, I'm helping you. Apart from that, the physical benefit of fasting, you are losing weight. Some, the only thing, some of you recover it very quick. It's a mystery the way you recover the thing very quick. After you slim down two days, recovery, a uh, uh, word has, has, has introduced himself in, and you have recovered very quick. And I've told you, no, 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 there's no need. It's not possible. I, I'm, I'm living a total disciplined life. For you to walk with Christ and gain grounds and overcome your enemies, you must be disciplined. Yes. No, I'm living a total disciplined life. My waist can never cross 34. It's not possible. It's ranging between 30 to 34. It is in that line. Now it's 33. By next week, it will be 32. By Friday, it will be 31. Then maybe after that, because I went to London, I shopped to 33. Mm-hmm. Because in London, they'll push the food in your nose. I went to preach for a white man, so the food is there. Hallelujah. I was, I was sleeping in a very good hotel. Sometimes when you hear the breakfast, you get attracted. I couldn't overcome that temptation. It's a very good hotel. One of the nicest hotels. I don't want to mention the name so that you'll be tempted to go and sleep there and lose all your money. Because I didn't pay for it. Hallelujah. Very nice hotel. Very powerful hotel. I was sleeping there. The breakfast. I never eat anything except the breakfast. Breaking the fast in the morning. I told my wife something. I said, let me eat breakfast for three days because once I step into Ghana, it's fasting continuous. In fact, I landed in a plane on Tuesday. Wednesday, starts, fasting starts. Straight. Once I come to Ghana, appetite is gone because the witchcraft are around. <laughs> Some of you, if God will open your eyes to see the people around you, you, you will be eat too. Taking things for granted. Hallelujah. I'm telling you. We have not finished taking all the territories. We have not finished. We have to keep taking the territories. We have to push the enemy until he stays far away from you. Do you know there's a place your enemy turns his back against you? But if he has not turned his back here, then you must keep on fighting. Oh, this fasting, our next fasting, it is going to move us to another level. Then we keep moving to another level. Another level might bring your husband. Another level will bring your child. Another level will bring your academic excellence. Another level will bring your own job. Another level will bring your own business. And God keeping you from one level to the other. Another level will bring your new business. Another level will establish your family. Another level will bring your children to the place of excellence. How many of you are moving from one level to the other? Precept upon precept, line upon line. You might not get them at once, but you are taking them one after the other. Give the Lord a better clap of it. One level. 
I wake up one day in my house, the Lord said, look at what past prayer has brought you. So all the prayer you are praying, like the prayer you prayed now, no, it has gone to your prayer vote. So it is not something. No, 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 it has gone there. Your tomorrow, the reason I know that the people here, their tomorrow is bright. It's not because of where they work. It's because of the volumes of prayer that is going on into their bank. Now listen, do you know in the bank, they can respect your account based on the deposit you make. Sometimes loans given, it depends on the flow of cash that comes to your account. It's not everybody that has things going to their account. Some people, it only goes on the end of the month. Some people to have account every day, something goes inside. So some people have prayer account that nothing goes there except on Sunday. Who And Sunday prayer morning, how many minutes do you pray? Look at the way Sunday morning prayer is being prayed. Why should I pray? Then the worship leader take the microphone from your hand. Because <laughs> it's worship time as rich. And you just pray for five minutes. Huh? From the time you start the prayer, I don't know when they start, maybe if it's nine o'clock. By the time we end the prayer at one o'clock, 10, 11, 12, 1, four hours is gone. So if you're able to come to one night, I'm not talking about those of you who come to one night at one o'clock. You are not part of the night. You came to say benediction. No, I'm talking about those who really come to all night. Because coming to all night, the latest you should be here is 10 o'clock. That means you really came to all night. And when you come around that time, you spend a lot of time in the presence of God. You go back home with your spirit open. The benefit of prayer. One, you build and edify your spirit man. Once your spirit man is edified, the things you used to be afraid, you are not afraid of it again. Okay, now I'm ending my message now. Are you getting the point now? Anytime your spirit is not edified, fear has a tendency of entering you. The things you suppose to be afraid of, you will be afraid of it. Once you, you say, building up yourself in your most holy faith, he that's praying in an unknown tongue edifies himself. So, prayer, concentrated long prayer has the power, tendency to edify your spirit, man. Now, there are some prayers you pray, you break some things. There are some prayer, breaking prayer. Okay, you're breaking it, boy, you're breaking it, man. Say, ah, you should you should you should Okay, fine. Sorry, man, you should me, you can see any. See, those prayers, no, it's, a, it's a selfish prayer for what you can get. But the ones we pray, it's not just about us. We are praying in intercession for other things. Whilst we are doing that, God begins to take care of the oh. So watch this. A time is going to come. You don't need to pray for car. It will be an automatic flow in your life. Oh. Me? <laughs> 15 years ago, if somebody give me a prophecy that people give me cars and I'll tell them I don't like it. It will not be a dream. No. Go to preach in abroad. Somebody give you two cars. One of them was convertible. SLK Mercedes Benz. I said, I don't need this car. I told them, I said, Ghanaians hate Benz so much that you get more enemies driving Benz. There are cars that are more powerful than Benz. Like Audi. Some new Audi has come. It can even park itself. You just program the car. The car can go out like this, turn left and go and park itself. But there's something about Ghana. They, record, they don't call it Ben. They call it Mercedes. So I told him I don't need it. But 15 years ago, I was driving the car, 16 years or so, without starter. So if somebody told me after about 10 years to 12 years, 14 years, I'll have cars that I will reject cars, I won't believe it. Do you know the things you are going to reject tomorrow? Come out. So you have no idea. If, 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 if you have not come to that place, you think that those things are a breakthrough. 
Yes, I've got in car. My first BMW, I slept inside the car. I left my wife to come and sleep in the car. No, think about it. Huh? I'll, I'll be waxing the car and be sleeping. My wife will come and wake me at 12 o'clock. Come and sleep. I say, you sleep, I'm coming. Ah. My man enjoy car. And it was not a brand new car. It has been used. Later, I even saw that the car was from Britain. The sea has been changed from left. Right to left. But it was a celebrity. At that time. Today, there are some cars you give to me, I would never drive it. For instance, if you have a Tigo, and you give me the Tigo, even some is trying to push it. So Tigo, the fan is just going with it. So, oh, no, I will drive some car. The way I drive under the anointing, there are some cars I won't even drive it. No, 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 no. I used to drive two hours from Takradi to Accra. So I won't drive. When anointing comes upon me, I do a lot of things under the anointing. And when you sit in my car, you won't be afraid. Ask Martin Dems. I can drive two hours and I'm coming. Seven series, two hours I'm in Accra. Mm -hmm. So if the car is Tigo and anointing is upon me, it will not be good. No, 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 no. So I won't try it. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? But you will need a revival to come to that. Listen, when you come to the place of God's blessing, the things that people are dying for, you will give it attention. I don't wake up to think about those things. No. Oh. You come there. But between now and the time you come there, there's a lot of price to pay. The price. Do you know the investment of fasting and prayer? Jesus Christ. My average prayer life a day is five hours. Minimum. I pray four hours in the morning, sometimes two in the night, and one in the afternoon. Average. That is average prayer life. Practicing that for years. <laughs> Investment of prayer. Because, you see, how much prayer do you need for yourself? My prayers, intercessory prayers. I can pray like this. God will bring somebody's picture into my face like this. Sometimes I don't even know what I'm praying. I just have to intercede on the person's behalf. So, can God depend on you? To intervene in other people's life. Somebody say revival. revival. When revival comes, your family people celebrate the God you are serving. Oh. When you pass every place, everybody wants to follow you to your church. When revival comes, men are afraid to touch your body where they are not supposed to touch. Listen to me. Some of you that have started experiencing revival, your boss naturally respects you. He might be joking. Other guys are complaining my boss is making advances, but they never try it on you. The anointing around you does not permit that. If he does it, he will have sleepless night for six months. Let me tell you, there are some ladies here. If you accidentally make moves on them, you can lose your sleep for three days with an angelic attack on you. I'm telling you. The volumes of their prayer, God's plan for their life, God's intention of what he's going to use them to do, the protection around them, the number of prayer, the fasting. Sometimes when we are fasting, they do it dry for three days. If you try to mess with them, I'm not talking about the ones that are fornicating small, small. These ones are living pure life. They are pure. One day God told me something. There are people who are more pure than their pastors. You can be in a church and your congregation members are purer than you. The purity in their heart, you don't have it.
Tap somebody and say, I'm one of them. And if you are not one of them, to say it. Look at someone and say, I'm one of the pure people. Tell the person you are looking at the pure person. And if you are not, at the end of this one, may the Lord make you one. Purity is the booster of power. Mm, it strengthens the anointing of God on your life. When revival comes, when you come to one night, you won't sleep. Jesus. There was a lady since I started preaching. When we finished the prayer and he started the bracket, he has slept up to now. Because anytime you are sleeping in church, you are telling God that you don't need the word. And prayer alone will not let you survive. Because it is dangerous to become prayerless outside God's word. When you are prayerful and you don't know the word, you can cause a lot of harm at any time. I've seen prayer warriors who rape young Christian girls. Hmm. Because the scripture to sustain you to do that is not there. When prayer lifts your spirit and there is nowhere to hold you, who you become like a car without steer. Am I saying some powerful things now? So, Apostle, your car you are driving, it doesn't have steer. It has a serrator, you are pressing it, but no steer. That is somebody who has a prayerful spirit, but he doesn't have the word. He has no control. Because the steering wheel that controls the car from turning left and right. So, if the car has no steer, it is heading towards a crash. Becoming prayerful outside God's word. Who is like driving a car on a top speed without steering wheel? You have no future. So even when he was talking about fasting, look at the way he called it. Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word. So when you are fasting, and one of the important things to live on it is the word of God. That is why anytime I'm fasting, I remember when I was in about over 30 days fasting, I read the Bible through in about two weeks. Sometimes I read 80 chapters in a day. Because I get glue to the word of God. So I can preach without looking at notes because I have the word in my spirit. And whilst I'm preaching, I keep quoting scriptures. You cannot give what you don't have. You can only preach from the thing that is installed in you. Look at one definition for faith. Faith's redrawal is as a result of word deposit. You didn't hear what I said. Are you getting what I'm saying now? So you can only go and redraw as a result of how much money you have deposited in the bank. So get faith can only redraw because the authentic source of faith is God's word. So faith can only redraw from the deposit of word in your spirit. So faith redraws is as a result of word deposit. So if you have no word in your spirit, don't even call yourself a man or a woman of faith. Because faith can only be connected to God's word. Effective prayer is based on the word. So whilst you are speaking in tongues, the words must be going around your spirit to know that that is why we don't come here, okay, pray that God will give us to bear. Can the boy go, pra, 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 stop. Okay, now let's change the prayer topic. God, give us bam for me, say, pra, pra. We don't do that kind of prayer here. It's immature prayer life. Some of you go to church, that is why you pray. You can continue that, but where we are, the, he make intercession for the saints up to the will of God. So we pray Holy Ghost inspired prayers. Amen. 
we depend on Romans chapter 8 and verse number 26. Likewise, the Spirit also helps our weakness. We don't know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit Himself maketh the intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. He that searches the heart, verse 27 said, he, he knows what is in the mind of the Spirit because He makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So it will be dangerous for us here. That is why a lot of people try to use prophets to raise all night. It didn't work. Because this thing is not born on gift. It's born on word and prayer. The gift becomes um, icing on the cake. Mm. No. No, 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 no. This all night is not born. The foundation of it is not because you have come to a prophetic meeting. You have come to a prayer meeting. You have come to a word-based meeting. Balance word. So Listen. I can come to your church and preach for one week without prophesying. By the time I finish, everybody will be blessed. Yeah. I don't need that. No. I, I heard the voice of God. He said, don't build anything on, on, on gift. It will be trap. No, building on gift. Women will trap it. Gift attract women. They love gift. When Jesus Christ resurrected, women were the first to be there. Do you know Jesus' physical body? The, 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 the resurrected body, women saw it first. Contended with angels. Mary Magdalene saw he was going to Jesus and said, don't touch me. I have not even presented the body, he was going to touch it. Women, they will touch anything that's not supposed to be touched. If you give every part to them, they will touch everywhere. Okay, they say I should forgive, so I won't go there. <laughs> if you take them off the matter, it's not them. That is why anything that can bless you. Do you know something? Eh? Let me tell you something. Anytime we are doing projects in church, so somebody say, you need to hear this. And the electricity people come. There's a guy who works on electricity called Raymond. He tried to play with the power. Sometimes you see that he's working on the wire, but there's a life inside. He has not put the meter off. And I have a little idea because of my technical background. I have a little idea about electricity. I can fix bulb, lamp holders and all that. But anytime I'm doing it, I'll go and switch the main meter off. Yes. I finish everything. I'll go and press it on. No, these people can be working on high tension with power inside. They are just being cautious. They know the technical issues. Well. Even one of them told me something. He said, the reason I'm touching the thing is that I am not earth or something. If I'm something about me is the ground. I am a dead man instant. So you can be playing around electricity. It doesn't mean it has no power inside. You are just being cautious. But if you mix the rules and the principles, as for him, he's not the one who killed you. He has already announced to you that he has power. So anytime revival is not there, you are playing around women. It's like playing around electricity. Now listen, all the ladies do me a favor. Look at a man and tell the man, there's a lot of power in me. Don't play games with me. <laughs> tell them, don't joke with me. No, just let them know who you are. Tell them there's a lot of power in me. <laughs> I wish I could give them the message that I preach in London about. <laughs> you see, do you know anything God gave to us that can bless us can also harm us? This is what God said about women. I will make him a helpmate. So the purpose of women is to help. What can help you can harm you. 
All of them are inside. Tell them that. Don't joke with me. Tell them. All these ladies sitting here, you have no idea the power in them. Even God respects them. You are the only one who doesn't respect them. Based on your cultural background. But God doesn't play games with women. One day Abraham was making argument with his wife. God told Abraham, listen to Sarah. You want to live long? Listen to her. Yeah. And save your life. I have not finished my covenant with you. Do you want to live long? Abraham, listen to her. Whatever he say, even if it doesn't look sense, just obey it. Because you are dealing with high tension. It is different from the domestic tension. You see? You see the power here, the electric pole, eh? there are two electric lines here. The first pole here is different from the one that the street light is on. This one here is what we are using in church. But in order to get that power, we must step it down with a transformer. Because it's a high tension. Look at the brother and say, Amen. Now, these people, this one is another one. But when you are driving, you see some long metal poles. What do we call that one? Huh? Pylon. Okay, that one, that warriors, that one from Akosomo, that is the woman. As for that one, when you touch it, it makes you black. It doesn't just kill you, it changes your color. Look at somebody and tell your brother that we need a revival. Tell him that, brother. So, this is an announcement for all of you play around the girls. You propose, laughed nearly to this one. Then you propose to this one. You are proposed to three. So, the pylon or something. You are playing with the one from Aflao, the one from Akosumu, and the one from Aboasi. Now, you are also going to play with the one from where? Huh? The Buida. And that one is made by the Chinese or some people. It's very dangerous. You are a dead man. In fact, I want to announce you that until you repent, you are a walking corpse. God is only giving you an extra time to repent. Listen to me. You need a revival in your spirit. Don't have a wife and have a girlfriend. You are playing with fire. It's dangerous. You see, if you don't have revelation, you can be living a very foolish life. Revelation grants you and puts defenses and walls around you. So you live with boundaries. And you yourself say, this boundary I don't cross. Because this is me, I work with boundaries. I know where, I don't cross on boundaries. Because I live within my boundary. I don't want to cross a boundary. No. The Lord told me, he said, even if you get the most sympathized woman I have ever created, because of the gift in you, the day you touch it, you become wicked against you. The devil will use her in a dimension to finish you. So listen, very innocent, humble, tender-hearted women can become wicked when they are dealing with a servant of God with a future ministry. So when Delilah got something, he didn't spare him. 
she loves her she kisses her she was fine but as long as she was dealing with a man with an assignment she became wicked I don't want to go deep. You can't handle it. Look at a man and say, don't play with me. Don't, 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 don't. Whether it's your husband or don't, don't mind. Tell him, tell him and say, be careful. Oh. Huh, you are not saying it. Okay, now also tell the man. I say, any man who can see, tell him, be, be careful. Tell the person, you play around me. I will finish you. Tell them. <laughs> Do you know why? These people here are saying it on behalf of the one you are chasing there. So that when you meet them, the same word they say will be ringing in your ears. Do you know there are some men here, they don't love the women in church. They are colonial. They are anti-soul. Go and get the soul. And you will know that the soul will make you so. So you say you don't want anti-soul. So go out there and get the soul. You will get it. Uh, that's all no. There's some money here. They work in the bank. They, they, they are there. They work in some very they wear suit. They have some two by four tie. They are working some designer shoe. They are working there. And some of these girls, they drink a little, not wine champagne. Hallelujah. <laughs> I was in a plane and in the first class and the 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 the, 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 the flight attendant could you don't drink any wine? <laughs> I look at her. <laughs> She couldn't understand me. One day, some people ask me a question. She said, So, what, do, do you enjoy life? You don't have girlfriend. You don't drink. You don't do any. Do you enjoy life? So, I started breaking it down. And I asked them. Because me, when you start arguing with me, that's one of the fastest ways to get into my prophetic gift. God can dig your background to me right now. Then I tell her, I said, So, do you think you enjoy? One man, I told him, I said, Look at it now. Three girlfriends. Now you have impregnated two. You have committed this is if you do this one this will be your seventh abortion this year the guy was he was afraid and i said look at me i have married my wife for almost 14 years he's the only woman i know he's the only woman i i know before and after i don't know i say i'm i'm very happy i am blessed i have so much sound mind and i said do you know the secret i could have been like you I could have also, maybe me, you are seven, I could be 14. But I told the man, I said, the Christ in me. I got him saved. I'll get you saved right now. I get people saved everywhere. So I tell them, I said, no, I am so much of a happy man. This wine you are drinking, it will just make you high, high, high. But you see, you, you can't even read. You see that when you start drinking wine, you have stopped reading. Because the letters are double, double, double. You can't read it. Some of you drink wine. Have you seen that you can't read very well when you drink it? No. And I told her, I said, no. A lot of Christians are quoting scriptures to drink wine. No. Drinking naturally, there's no way the Bible says when you drink is a sin. But out of the drinking can lead you to other things. For instance, I'll tell you something. When a woman tastes alcohol, he increases sexual appetite by 90%. You already have the 100% of the 90% account, so 190. Now listen. Depends on the level of the alcohol intake inside you. Inside you. You can even allow a dog to sleep with you. And it's common in the Western world. Because now it has moved from homosexuality and gay. The first marriage which somebody married his pet in Brazil. He and his dog had a wedding. 
So now that's where we are going now. Very soon we see a chabuane, guinea pig, marrying people with wedding gowns. I pray that you not be one of them to be married by. As for you to not be guinea pig, to be a goat. See your goat wearing suit. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? So watch this. Some of these things, uh, when we say it, for instance, let me tell you, everybody, everybody keep quiet and listen. Give me a wave. Let me tell you this. Anytime you come to church, for instance, if you have been drinking alcohol and I speak about alcohol and your spirit starts getting angry, you have been planted in it by the devil. If you feel bad and you start regretting, the Holy Ghost is helping you. For instance, I just spoke about alcohol and the Lord told me there's a lady here who has been addicted to it. You, you, and you are so expert. You don't always oh, say that more. Now, there are a lot of you here. If Jesus has to come and go to a house, one, 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 some of you will run away to go and clear the house before he comes. Do you know something? Sometimes some of my sons come to me and I take them to my house, my bedroom, everywhere. Show them. The Lord says, show people pictures of my blessings so that they can duplicate it. So it depends on the spirit I pick from. Not everybody, but when I check your spirit and I'm led, then I do it once in a year. Not everybody. You like this, I won't let you come. You. I'm better. By the time you come there, it will take me 40 days fasting to clear it out. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. A pastor friend did that, introduced one of the church member lady, take her to her house, show her around. And he said, every time he sleeps, you see the lady coming naked. Until finally she slept with her. But so far, no, I'm fasting that. I'll be honest with you, he has never fasted in his life. No, he doesn't. Some people don't even believe in it. I was going to say something very crucial to you, but I forgot it. So this is what it is. Once you hear it, like alcohol, if you keep drinking it, so I see a lot of people drink in a plane, maybe because they are afraid, I don't know. They take advantage and drink the wine. Once you see, I was counting a particular man when I was coming. He drank about eight glasses of the wine. Or Trini say me. say me. And I keep so I asked for orange juice. The lady came and said, So you keep drinking orange juice? You don't drink any wine. I see. My wife was sitting there, he had audacity to ask me, so your wife is happy? <laughs> now, those of you who drink wine, does it make your wife happy? I'm asking you a question. Those of you who drink wine, just answer me, does it make her happy? And I started, I look at her. I couldn't get stand to preach to her because Michelle the crowd, you know, no. Or a bema, but you know, one of the teams on your bema, papa. You say, oh. You say, man, you say, you know, you know, start step here. It's a different name. Uh-huh. I don't want to mention anything because be other. if you seem okay, so you don't drink any wine, it's quite joke, but it's also it's quasi, but it's also AC. Both look at somebody else. I hope you are quasi and you are just quasi. That's what it is. So, tomorrow, when we start the fasting on Sunday, Monday, it's a consecrated fast, it is going to prepare us and deliver us from the flesh, from the world, and from the devil. Am I blessing somebody here today? Today I didn't preach, I just came to motivate you. So the second thing about fasting is going to cause your digestive system to rest. Because some of them, as they overwork. Two, it's going to purify your blood system. Especially those of you who do the first two days dry. When I say dry, it means that you are only living by water or maybe snacks. Hello? How many of you have tried before since we started fasting? Oh, wow. Give me a wave. Wow. That's very impressive. Give yourself a clap. Not those who didn't do it. 
And some of you that are clapping, I, I, I say those who did this should clap for themselves. Why are you joining them? Some people here, do you know some people, they will never step you once we declare fasting. Many were prayer center, Ayaka. Friday, we are fasting, my baby joining. Sister, <laughs> let me ask you a question. Are you enjoying the fastings? Are you, are you getting some benefit out of it? So things are breaking gradually. Some joy is coming to your heart. You, 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 don't, you can't explain. Some of you, it's not that you have made some money. Naturally, it's like financially, things are not even changed, but the joy, you can't explain it. Let me tell you, prosperity has nothing to do with money. It's waking up with the joy of the Lord in your heart. Because not everybody who has money is joyful. Some people have money, they don't even enjoy the money. But you, when God gives you joy and add money to it. Oh. Monday is a consecrated fasting. Tuesday is a fast for divine elevation. Wednesday, we are going to take a new territory. It depends on which new territory you want to take. Some of you want to take a new territory in your academic work. Some of you want to. The only thing you can take a new territory is when you are married. In the name of Jesus Christ, I'm going to take a new territory of a wife. The devil is the liar. I like the guy who sings everything a double double. Then I tell that guy. He said, A double double, I'm talking a wife, no day inside you. He said, A wife, now what? Huh? And singers, now wife, now singer, singer. Uh-huh. If you read some, there's a scripture in the Bible. Jesus said, Anyone who has left father and mother has come to me will get sisters. Everything was plural, but when it comes to wife, you make it singer, wife and husband. So if you de- Heaven doesn't back polygamy. It's not. So, that's what we are going to do now. It's going to be taking new territories. Are you getting it? Monday is total consecration. Sanctification to Christ. Tuesday is what? Divine elevation. What about Wednesday? Taking new territories. Hmm? Hmm? Are you getting it? And then Thursday, we step into financial breakthrough. Your light will break forth speedily. Your, your, your health will break, your health will come forth speedily. Your dry to break forth as the morning. And the glory of the Lord shall be your rare reward. And that shall call. And the Lord will answer and say, Here I am. And Friday will be the exhortation of your home. My horn shall that exalted at the horn of unicorn. You are going to be anointed with the horn for the second time. You need seven horns anointing before your year ends to take your total possession. The Christians are clapping for Jesus. Are you getting the point now? Thank you, Jesus. God bless you for watching. I hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, contact World Prayer Center, PO Box, GP21421, Accra, or telephone, plus 233-303-413-703, or plus 233-303-413-705. Email us on info at wpcministries.org, or visit our website at www.wpcministries.org.